The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link slash watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. This is an exciting episode for so many reasons. First of all, I'm like chomping at the bit because I secured the interview of the century. I have Couch Guy's girlfriend, aka Lauren Zaras, on to set the record straight on her relationship. What went down? Did she surprise him with his friends knowing? what was going on with the girls he was sitting next to. She clarifies the hair tie situation, all of that. So if you are tuning in for that interview, that will be later on in the episode during the Spill the Tea segment. And for those of you that don't know what I'm referring to, basically this video went viral on TikTok. It was this girl, Lauren, surprising her boyfriend, Robbie. And I posted them on my Instagram story. So if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you can go reference them there or DM me if those stories are down by now. But basically, she walks in to surprise her boyfriend at college. And the video has reached 52 million people, like one of the most viral videos ever. And the internet is exploding because they're they're not happy with his reaction. Basically, they're like, he wasn't happy enough. He was acting sketchy. He was sitting next to girls. He has a hair tie on his wrist. What's up with that? And it was just supposed to be a wholesome video of a girl surprising her boyfriend. And it has the internet fuming, saying that she's blind. She's in denial. Really hateful, awful things. And um, she talks more about death threats and the way people have been treating her. So... I, my initial gut was that he was just taken aback and he was a little timid and we will hear the truth directly from Lauren's mouth. So you definitely want to stay tuned for that. And then why else I'm so excited is because I also have Erica Priscilla on this week and she is not only a friend of mine, she is incredible on TikTok. You've probably seen her videos with her fiance. They do parody videos. She makes fun of influencers. It's like a whole freaking thing and she is so incredible so we have two heavy hitters today I am so thrilled and um, I'm just going to catch you guys up on my weekend so again just to give you an overview of the pod for today it will be catch up with me interview with Erica Ask Alyssa with Erica, where we answer your advice questions and do our best to give you some sound advice. And then the Spill the Tea segment, which will be mainly focused on Lauren and the Couch Guy situation. And this is an exclusive interview. I'm pretty sure this is the only one she has done and will be doing. So you don't want to miss it. But let's catch up because there are some things I have to tell you guys. I have like quite the list of extensive notes right now. Um, So if you hear someone, chime in. That's my producer, Emily. Hey, Emily. Hello. How are you? Good, good. (laughs) So I posted on Instagram stories this morning a little bit about dating. And to be completely frank and honest with you guys, as I like to keep it 100, I struggle sometimes with opening up about certain things because when I talk about 
my personal struggles with my job sometimes. I get DMs and comments like, we don't want to hear about you being an influencer. We don't like when you use that word. But like that is the reality of my situation. So it's made me closed off and not want to share some things with you guys because I feel like I can't win in a way. So the reality of the situation is that when I'm on dating apps, I struggle with telling guys what I do for a living. And I don't know if you guys just don't want to hear that or if you think I'm bragging. I I, I honestly feel like I'm in a lose-lose because you want me to talk about dating, but then you don't want me to talk about like the elephant in the room. Yeah, and I feel like there's a horrible stigma with influencers and just even talking about yourself as an influencer. But at the end of the day, you have a lot of Instagram followers. You have a podcast. You are on social media, and there's no other way to describe it. So what else are you going to say? Well, that's how I feel like it's unfair to me for people to be like, we don't like when you say that you work at Barstool. Because it's like, but I do. Like, (laughs) if you were a nurse and you were talking about working at a hospital, I wouldn't criticize you. It's like the reality of my situation. So then it's made me closed off with wanting to talk about parts of my life because my audience doesn't like it. Not my whole audience. Most of the T-Tribe, like, supports me, but I do – get negative podcast reviews being like, if you say you're an influencer or you work at Barstool one more time, we're unsubscribing. Um, And I'm like, but that's my job. I'm sorry, but like, I don't see anything wrong with that. (sighs) It's so stressful. I I think the main issue with, um, especially like, you know, like the one thing that you and I would have in common here is that we work for Barstool. And that's a huge thing on dating apps where like, to be honest, I don't in my dating apps put barstool sports in the bio because that's a huge thing for guys like guys are very obsessed with barstool and it's almost like are they going to be asking questions about barstool and focusing on that or are they going to be focusing on getting to know you like you just never know and that's why I just don't put it in my bio I put like podcast podcast producer because like I just it's like I don't want people to know unless like I truly get to know them and then they can know because exactly guys can like use you for that I feel like that's I think the dilemma I'm running into and I've been hesitant to talk about it because of the backlash I get when I god forbid mentioned where I work but I think if I'm being frank with you guys and I do like to keep it honest it is tough whenever someone asks asks me what I do on a dating app I cringe because I know if I say where I work they potentially are going to like want to date me for that reason right Or if I don't say, then I kind of feel like I'm not being honest and then I can't be myself. So it's kind of like a catch-22 and it's something I'm navigating. So I saw your I saw your Instagram story this morning. I think the the way to go about it is if when someone asks what you do, you say, I have a podcast. Um, The second I say I have a podcast, though, then the guy this morning said that. Oh, are you going to like blast me on your podcast if we go on a date? He's like, oh, can I come on? No. The second I say what I do. But my friend Jenna made a good point because she DM'd me. She was like, anyone that says something like that, you already know that they're just not the one. They're not the Yeah. I think that actually helps like sift (sighs) out the bad guys. It makes me stressed. Like, whatever. So I just hate it. Yeah, no, I I hate it because then you get into what you're talking. It always comes up. Where do you work? What what do you do? Like, that's always a huge part of a conversation when you first start on like Hinge or wherever, whatever dating app you're on. And then the second you throw out Barstool, the second you throw out Podcast, the second you throw out Influencer, it's just going to 
either go a good way or it's going to go a bad way. Yeah, so I guess that's just something I'm dealing with in dating. And I wanted to be transparent with you guys. I haven't really been going on many dates. I think I prefer to meet someone authentically like yeah in, in real life for that re- I, I guess I have an insecurity if I'm being completely honest with people judging me before they get to know me so for me it's like I rather meet you in person you be like oh wow she's really cool and then we talk about mm-hmm. what we do for a living versus leading with that so I think mm-hmm. that's why I'm having trouble with dating apps because it leads with that and that's generally speaking no matter what job you have that's like where the conversation goes I agree. Yeah, like it's just tough. Well, and then sometimes I'll be talking to people and they'll not, they'll act like they don't know what I do, but then they do. Yeah. Which is fine too, because what are well, they Well, because they're going to like look your name up on Instagram and they're going to see your followers. <sighs> Guys, like, it honestly stresses me out, but <laughs> I don't know. DM me if you're. Real world problems here. <laughs> I know. Well, it's just, it's hard because I actually want to meet someone. No, I know. I, 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 I get it. And you're not complaining about anything like that's like unrealistic, especially, I mean, just people aren't going to understand it because your listeners but aren't I think, also podcasters. Well, I have to say I did have a lot of DMs from people in different careers actually saying they related. Like one girl said, she's like, I work in a church and I get uncomfortable because people assume I'm some, like, freak. Yeah. She's like, I get uncomfortable saying what I do. I just say I work for, like, a nonprofit. Yeah. And then I had another girl saying – she made such a freaking good point. She was like, if we did to guys what they do to us, like, let's say they work – they're like, I work in finance. And we're like, oh, dude, bring me to the office. <laughs> like, that wouldn't be a thing. Yeah. And there was actually so many women DMing me in different careers – Just saying they agree because they're like, I don't want to always lead with that. And then someone messaged me something that I thought was so good. She was like, what if we all led with what are you interested in versus what do you do? Like, do you hike? Do you read? Do you you know? Like, your job shouldn't have to define you necessarily anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, I think think the best way to go about the situation when people start like, asking you about your job you say one small thing and then you say like let me hear more about your job I kind of turn it on them and start talking about their job so that they don't keep asking questions about mine totally and I did want to also talk about jobs in general today because I feel like it's been a bit since I gave some career advice and I was on a podcast last week my friend Peyton's and she was interviewing me and I had the opportunity to like speak my mind on business and And I was like, you know what? It's so nice when someone's asking me the questions because I get to share my insight. And like sometimes on my own podcast, I don't do that. And I had a few ideas that I jotted down that I wanted to share with you guys. First is the concept of people believing the more hours you work, the better worker you are. I do not believe that. I work better in creative bursts. So whether I'm... I could work three hours a day and get every freaking thing done and be so like productive versus sitting at a desk for eight hours and hardly getting anything done. Um, So I guess like for me, I was thinking about this concept because last week I had such a creative week where I just was like having all of these ideas come to me and I was feeling super inspired and I was thinking like I have 
bursts of creativity, especially working in a creative field, like it's really rare sometimes for you to feel that burst of energy. And when you have it, you need to take advantage of it. So I just want to say that if you're one of those people, if you're sitting at your desk and you're struggling to stay focused every day, maybe carve out a few hours in the day where you're like, this is my productive time. Maybe that's the morning for you. Maybe that's the night for you. I think it's different for everybody, but I rather be uninterrupted and get a lot done in a short period of time than dilly-dally throughout the day and prolong my work. So just wanted to share that. And then let's see what else is on my list. Um, Oh, hmm. Just me being tired of people being sensitive. Kind of goes with people getting mad at me for talking about my job. I'm just freaking over it. Like, I posted a video about being gluten-free and someone commented, as a spokesperson for the celiac community, (laughs) I'm like... Like, she's calling me a spokesperson for the celiac community. I'm like, Wait, when did I ever claim to be a spokesperson for the celiac community? It's like, I can't freaking win. I talk about anything and somehow someone's offended. And, like, that's just the world of social media. But I'm just freaking over it. And I'm like, I feel like I always take the high road. And the next person that comes at me, I'm going for the jugular. <laughs> I think, I think, yeah, as, a, as an influencer, you just have to, like, this is just something that it comes with. But it's been... It's just, it's just the world in general. Like, I'm just like, could no one make a joke anymore? Could no one no. be fun? No. Where did they lighthearted can't. people go? They're, they don't exist anymore. It's so, uh, it's overwhelming just as like a population, not even being in the position of hosting a podcast, just in generally speaking, uh, even watching The Bachelor, the way we cancel Brendan and we cancel Avant, Ivan, oh my God, Avant. <laughs> Uh. Ivan like let people live Ivan snuck into a girl's hotel room he's a 30 year old adult he wanted to get it on let him get it on I can't even go into the conversation about (laughs) Bachelor in Paradise this season was just but like no even the show I'm like why is everything so freaking dramatic um but that's just my thoughts on today and again this is a good ass episode so I want to lighten the mood up that was my complaint session but you guys want me to be real with you so that is me being real with you a few things to keep in mind first of all new jersey i believe is home of the most tea drivers i was in hoboken yesterday for all of 30 minutes and i met so many tea drivers i'm like these are my people let's go like, i was like this is where it's at like maybe i should do my meetup there um you should so i am planning a meetup So I want you guys to keep your calendars open. I'll let you know the date. Follow me on Instagram and I'll probably post it. Um, I think I want it to be like we could drink and have fun, but we'll see. Um, And I'm thinking sometime in November before Thanksgiving. So keep your calendars open some week in November. We're going to do a Tea Tribe meetup and I am so excited for it. I will continue to keep you guys posted once I like hammer out details. Then also in November, we will have a new merch launch. Best collection yet. I'm getting a full photographer. We are going balls to the wall. And I'm going to show you guys how to style everything. Because I think it's so good for people to visually see what looks good. How. Like how you're wearing it. You know what I mean? So that's also coming Um, So, yeah, here is the interview with Erica and the Ask Alyssa segment. And then stay tuned for the exclusive interview. 
just want to quickly interrupt you guys to tell you about the Taser Strike Light. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it before. It is rechargeable, it's high powered, it comes with a flashlight, and it can repel attackers through its electric stun feature. Taser Strike Light is available without a permit in most U.S. states, and you can get the Taser Strike Light at taser.com with promo code Tea. So keep yourself protected, keep your family protected. If you live in rural areas or a city like me and you're just a little bit scared riding the subway sometimes at night, especially now that the sun is setting earlier, it just makes me feel so much safer. So you could save 15% now at taser.com with promo code T. That's spelled T-A-S-E-R.com, promo code T. Restrictions apply and you could see the website for details. You guys, I am here with Erica Priscilla, a.k.a. Kelsey. Kelsey is here. Is it Kelsey or like Kelsey? It's Kelsey. <laughs> Everyone spells it wrong too. Sometimes they're like Q-U-E-L-S-I. No, it's Kelsey, which is like with a Q. So if you guys don't know who Kelsey or Erica is, basically you like shot up to TikTok stardom, I feel like rather quickly. Yes. Just like... When did you even start posting? Oh. I feel like I have the same story as every TikToker right now. COVID. Just, yeah. I started posting. I, started, <laughs> I downloaded TikTok and then I just blew up. But yeah, that's literally how it happened. I just, I always thought TikTok, whoa, I always <laughs> thought TikTok was like all about dancing. And mm. then I was like, let me just download it. Also, I curse a lot. You can curse. Okay, great. great. Let it out. Okay, great. Let just it rip, wanna, girl. Yeah, just want to get that out of the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I downloaded it, got some like funny content out there. I was like doing voiceovers like Kim K and stuff like that mm. at first. Um, and then one video just blew up and I was like, holy shit, this is like anyone can blow up on TikTok, really. So I just like started milking it from there. I was like, let me just <laughs> let me just take advantage really quick. I think that's why I like the people I meet that are TikTokers because they're just like normal people that happen right. to blow up. So <laughs> An like, accident. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's like pretty down to earth. They're like, yeah, no, like I have no idea how this happened. No, literally it was an accident. I don't know why they chose me, but it happened. But you have a desire to be an actress, comedian, yeah. whatever it may be. Was that prior to TikTok? Did you have that desire? Yeah. Like I, when I, growing up, I was always into um, like modeling and like I used to take acting classes and stuff. This was mostly in high school. I was also in like chorus like acapella in, mm. in college like lived out my pitch perfect dreams <laughs> um and then so I've always been kind of about that life and I used to have a YouTube channel where I would post just stupid hauls like makeup or like clothes and stuff like that but that never you know took off at all mm-hmm. so with TikTok I was like you know what this is a great platform if I already have people that are interested in laughing now let me just take advantage so I just feel like timing was everything. Like it just didn't work out in my, you know, younger yeah, years. It's true. And now I'm just like taking advantage and just going for it. So I feel like timing always works out how it's supposed to. Right. I agree. I also, which is funny because obviously I personally know you, but before you came on, I Googled your name just to be like, let me see if she's done any other interviews, you know, mm-hmm. do my research. And it was so funny because the things that kept coming up. <laughs> <laughs> they were like just my face everywhere like <laughs> they were like um influencer like mocking influ- oh no my. no not even they were like person mo- tiktoker mocking influencers makes right. it big and in my head I'm reading these and I'm like it's really funny because 
now she's an influencer. I know. So you the tables turn. (laughs) Like literally, you start. It's kind of like average fashion blogger, right? Oh my god, I love her. How she started making fun of bloggers, and now she's a huge influencer, right? So it's like, does that create some kind of? We actually, I went on this rant at the beginning of my episode. How I get really frustrated because sometimes my audience is like, you say you're an influencer way too much. And I'm like, but that's my job. Like, why is that a problem? Well, I think there's a stigma, number one, around that word, which I don't really understand because I feel like we're all millennial Gen Z hip enough to know that that is a actual career path at this point. Right. Like, I understand maybe our parents' generation or our grandparents not understanding. You know what I'm, I don't mean to sound like an asshole, but. If if someone was given the opportunity to like mm-hmm. post and like do all this shit, they would do the same thing. So that's very true, you know. So it, that's why it's so easy for people to be like, "Oh, you're an influencer. It must be so easy," or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if you had the opportunity and you had the chance to do it, you would do the same shit, girl. Also, or, or to make money working from home, oh, or 100%. whatever it is. So it, there is a stigma for sure, but but do you feel like there was an even bigger stigma since you made fun of influencers oh my god the first like sponsored post was um I think it was for Poshmark and I was yeah people were telling me off like in the con- <laughs> well you know just a few like those yeah you know, those freaking whatever but they were like how are you gonna be making fun of influencers and then you're becoming one like what a hypocrite and all this stuff I'm like honestly I obviously I am an influencer, mm-hmm. right? But I would consider myself more of a comedian. Like, I'm really not out here trying to sell products and yeah. do all this stuff. I mean, I do it, obviously, for the money and because I care about I certain say, products. And, and you like your and lots I like of interests. For sure, 100%. But, I mean, as I continue to um, work with brands and, and post-sponsored things, um, I do get a lot of support and love because I'm doing it and not – like the traditional way of mm-hmm. making it funnier. It's a video versus just a still image, you know? It's so. not like the classic Instagrammer, hey guys, swipe up for 15% exactly. off this product. Like you're actually making it comedic and also relatable. I suck at it too. <laughs> like I have to take so many takes just doing like a story because it doesn't come out naturally for me. I can't. Wait, how you and I, when you first made a close friends list. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> guys, Erica first made like a close friends list on Instagram and she kept getting confused and posting her close <laughs> <everyone>. friends <laughs> Instagram stories to her entire audience. Oh my God. Only me. <laughs> Only me. I and, forget exactly what it was. And then, like, the next week I did it. And I'm like, you got to be yeah. freaking kidding me. Um, I think someone else did it, too. And they're like, I'm literally pulling an I Erica think it was right Rod. now. I think it was Rod. <laughs> like, see? It's hard. Do you think – I wonder if celebrities have close friends lists. Because if they oh, were to sure. slip up, it would be oh, big. that would be huge. Right? I don't know. That's, that's too risky, like, I feel Do we like. think Kim K has a close friends list? I should be on it. <laughs> Imagine I'm like, yeah, I, I'm on it, actually. You're like, well, actually, I see her post. So I do see it. So She followed my friend Amanda, and she Kim K follows like 30 people, and no. one of them is not skinny but not fat, my friend Amanda. I would. Oh, she's great. But picture Kim looking at your stories. I would die. No, no, no. I literally fainted when she posted me. Like, I... Honestly, like <laughs> she reposted not okay. Erica doing a Skims try on haul. Oh my God. I was in another world. <laughs> in another world. I was like, what is happening? Am I awake right now? This isn't real. 
It was crazy. Well, because she's yeah. like the most influential person on social media that can repost you. Right. And I'm, I didn't make the cut on the close friends list, but you know, <laughs> I'm in her DMs. So yeah. Now if you message cow. her, she can see it. Yes. <gasps> I'm you, sure. Unless she moved it? my dumb ass and like <laughs> deleted me like immediately. No, I, I DM'd her after she posted me and I was mm-hmm. like, thank you so much. And she was like, oh my God, Chloe sent it to me. You made my entire day. Thank, you're so cute. I was like, no. Goodbye. Also like Chloe also saw you. I know. I was like, I was in the family group chat. Are you kidding me? I'm dying. No, I was dead. So I was like, I have to be in her, like, general or her primary maybe folder because she Mm. posted me. The closest I ever got was I was at a private dinner one time for one of my clients who Mm. was Tyga at the time. And he was dating Kylie. And I walk into this, like, six-person dinner. I wouldn't know how to Kylie Jenner's at the table. Nope. And I was like, where am I? What's going on? I didn't even know they were dating at the time. I was like, what is this? And I had to, like, shake her hands. And I was like, (gasps) oh, my God, my hand would have been so sweaty. I was dying. And then the other close – the closest I've gotten to the Kardashians is I commented on one of Chloe's pictures recently. She was, like, talking about – um, how people give her hate for like filtering her photos yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. and I was like do you boo whatever and she commented back love you <gasps> oh my god and then everyone must have thought we knew each other because she wrote back love you even uh, though she was it. just being nice no but people were commenting on me like tagging me in the comments being like how could you be friends with her <laughs> oh my god people are ridiculous I was like I wish guys <laughs> crazy no everyone peeps anything on social media oh, yeah. and just like screenshot <laughs> Oh, my God, like our video about <gasps> the club. Guys, <laughs> we have to come clean. There's something. We're going to set the record straight. We need to set the record. This is the episode of setting the record straight. Yeah. So, first of all, I said this on my Instagram story, so some of you may be in on the joke, but this will be going on TikTok because the TikTok community deserves to know. They deserve the truth. That there is no New York City underground party that you enter through a mailbox. <laughs> Wait, was it a mailbox or was it a trash can? It was, I think it was- oh, it was a trash can. <laughs> so no. I saw this girl post a TikTok going through mailbox. That's where I got that from. That's what it was. She was like, she stepped into a mailbox on the street and then flashed to a scene in a club being like, New York speakeasy. And it was parody. Mm-hmm. So Erica, myself, Rod, and LeClout. What's his real name? I'm like, what's his real name? It's literally me with everyone. I don't even know if his handle is pronounced LeCloud. I have no idea either. That's what I call him. Andrew. His name's Andrew. Andrew. We're out to dinner and we're leaving dinner and I'm like, Erica, like, there was a garbage that happened to be, it was like on a hinge. It was an open opportunity. And it was opened. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Erica, pretend to walk into that garbage can with me so it looks like we're going into a speakeasy. Oh my God. So we're like on the Upper East Side. Like we're not even downtown. We walk into this fake garbage. Rod's filming it. And then it flashes to a scene from the club (laughs) 11 in Miami. Which like I thought people would be able to recognize it's 11. Nope. Guys, this video went viral. And I said, DM me on Instagram for the underground party address. That's where we fucked up. And I tagged you in the caption. That's where you fucked up. Yes. No, because I wanted people to follow. It was a marketing ploy right. to get followers. Yeah, that too. Except I got no followers. And instead, I got thousands of DMs. Where's this party? I was um, getting DMs. Addy question mark. Where's the Addy? Where's the address? Where? Hey, girl. I, I need plants tonight. Yo, Where's that? I was like, no, yo. Hey. Did, oh, so what did we do? <laughs> this is my favorite. Hey, did they accept fake IDs? <laughs> The poor things. We had to just set the record straight because 
this has been weighing heavy on my it's heart. It's been like two months and I'm still, I got one this weekend being like, no, I'll get, From hey, time it's time. my 21st birthday and like I saw that sick club you posted. Oh, the poor thing. And I would no. love to party there and I'm like, it's fake, guys. It's in Miami. Like, How did guys, no one pick up on this? Just kidding. It was hilarious, but the messages after, I was like, Alyssa, <laughs> what the fuck did we do? Because these people are serious. Like, they, they are, want to go. They want the Addy. They want the Addy. My, I just love people commenting, like, do they take fakes? Oh, and then the best was people fighting in my comments. Like, everyone knows where this is. <gasps> like, acting like it's Trying a place in down. New York. Oh, my God. They're Any like, excuse to, like, look cool. Yeah, they're like, if you don't know where this is, you're a loser. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't either. I was like, I don't know where this is. Like, I, I don't even know where the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, it's so, in Miami. <laughs> oh, my God. That uh, was hilarious. So. Oh, so good. So so that is us setting the record straight. That is us. Um, Another thing for you. So talking about being an influencer, being on social media, you quit your job. I did. To do this full time. Mm-hmm. So what do you see? Like, when you say you're a comedian, do you see yourself being like, an SNL skit person or do you see yourself in movies or like doing a tour what is the ultimate dream for you yeah I feel like my dream would be to like on a on the big like screen for sure Mm. in a movie or have my own show that would be dope that's like end goal for me um I'm sure I I'm like very confident and like just I'm just manifesting at this point that I will get there I know that I will get there one day, so I know that, like, the goals will just continue to get bigger, but that right now, for me, is, like, huge. If I were to get my own TV show or Mm -hmm. just be in a movie or something like that, but tours and stuff, I would do a tour. It's just I have a terrible, like, fear of, like, public speaking and just, like, Mm. I I get stage fright. It's really bad. Because it's actually different to act on a set than to be in front of so many thousands people. of people live reactions yeah. I'm like yo my dumbass is gonna slip up I can't I can't I mean eventually I would be down to do it it's just something I have to overcome for sure so mm, interesting yeah it's so like it literally gives me a pit right now just thinking about it I see you though being in movies like oh I see God, it I for it you so bad. thank you you'll do it because I also feel like there's such a natural progression for females in comedy mm-hmm. to pave the way like they all like Amy Schumer they all start just being funny doing stand-up like Leslie Jones and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. they're in movies right so I do feel like it's like the natural trajectory every time I say that word (laughs) I literally can't say it but I feel like it is a natural progression yeah um so like do you go on auditions like what is I don't know I haven't I've never done that before I really want to start taking acting classes again mm. just to because I, I only took like improv yeah stuff like that so I definitely want to do it as an adult now and you know take some improv classes or just acting classes mm. and then from there I guess that's where auditions start I mean I haven't auditioned for anything so, but I know it's it's definitely coming in the near future. Wow, like, I know? love I love your like positivity. I no, I want to like manifest. It's just yeah. like you have it to. is. You I, have to do it. I agree. I'm also looking at you, and I'm like, she has the face for acting because like when I do acting TikToks, my face doesn't move in those directions. Like when I'm trying to do, you know, like the ones <laughs> where you like lip sync it to the phone. <laughs> I'm done. Like I'll I'll like look back and think I look sick as hell. <laughs> and I'll you pull it. your back. You're like. Oh god! I rewatch it and like I'm off sync. Like nothing matches up. I look so 
like I'm not doing it. And you have one, you're one of those people that like you do all these expressions and faces and it's always in character. Like that's a natural thing. Yeah. Is yeah. what I'm getting at. I've always been like that. My mom was like, your face is going to stay like that. Erica. <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, 28 now and it hasn't happened. So we're kind of done. I need a Botox or something. Uh, no, but I have nothing and I still just like can't. I'm not a natural born actor like actress yeah oh my god I'm awful you're more like pop culture like I could see you like on air host have your own show like just yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) just a host of a show love it that's That's you I wouldn't be able to do that see I'm not built I have to be myself I can't play other characters yeah I'm not like my friend Jenna's in acting school at the moment and the things that she tells me about her classes like the way you have to just like so not be in your head and like let loose in your body I'm like I'm too smudge of a stiff bitch like I would never like improv I rather die oh my god no you like feed off of each other I'm too embarrassed I like like, that would be so fun though just going on like just do a quick class just walk in they say for every profession like salespeople, hosts like they say it's great for anyone to do improv like it's just a good skill set to have wow but like thinking on your feet on your toes it's like just being out of your own way, like being in your head, letting yourself be goofy and yeah. loose. But I'm too scared of what people think of me or no, something. You you never know until you do it. And also, like, I was thriving, but that was like 10 years ago. So Watch my dumbass be- going now, I'd be like, wait, wait a second. I'm Watch not me be good. like a prodigy, like incredible. <laughs> just watching you flourish and be like... Yeah. This is why. I'm like, I'll go to a class with you. And then all of like, a sudden, yeah, okay. I bring tears to everyone's eyes. Like... They're like standing ovation. They're like, you're amazing. We need you to come back. We need you to teach a class. So you don't get shy at all going to something like that? I mean, for sure. I mean, I'd, I'd definitely be nervous as hell doing it. But I feel like in the moment from what I remember, because again, it's been yeah. a decade since I've been in that setting. So um, I know, though, that once I'm on stage and you're just like feeding off of each other and everyone's just having fun. Mm-hmm then um, I won't be as nervous. But definitely, like, on the way there, I'll be, like, shitting bricks. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure, shitting bricks. So I want to talk about your relationship because you guys, like, both are basically now on TikTok. Does Scott – Scott's his name, right? Does Scott Scott have his own TikTok or no? He actually just posted his first TikTok yesterday. I was like, just post it. Just do it. It's fine. What is it? It's, like, um, that voiceover and it's, like, Someone doing something and then they like look up and they're like, "Why do you have your clothes off?" I don't know if you're on I that side. Of it. I, Everyone, yeah. there's so many sides of TikTok. I thought it was going to be the one that's like, "What's the one about?" Um, are you shitting my dick? <laughs> are you shitting my dick? No, that's not it. Although he he's gonna work on like all those little quick ones. Yeah, but yeah, he finally posted his first TikTok because I've been pushing him to do it. So hilarious. My favorite. Okay, so how I found you? I don't think I've ever told you this. My friend Lindsay. Is one of those people that doesn't have TikTok but only watches Reels. Okay. You know, like one of those. Old fart. Yeah, old fart. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, that is so chuggy, but whatever. People that, like, We won't go there, but. I don't like chuggy. to use the word chuggy because I believe people that use it are, in fact. Yes. That but it's applicable said, for that. I think Reels situation. is the chuggiest thing in the world. It is. But honestly, you need to take advantage and do that shit, too. No, no. Posting to it as a creator, fine. But like Keep- scrolling on it. <laughs> No, I've never scrolled. It's like, just post I've on it. I've never scrolled. I've never scrolled. <laughs> but people that scroll on reels and don't watch TikTok. They're so, so they're, serious about They're only seeing the watermarks. Yeah. <laughs> just recycled videos. They're like showing, isn't this funny? You're two like, months, I watched it already. Wait, two months later. 
Like, exactly. They'll know about Couch Guy in two months in from two now. Months, yeah, it would be like, that's old news. <laughs> like, yo, know, 50 yeah. million of us saw that. Yeah, old fart. <laughs> so oh my, God. my, my friend guy. Lindsay, yeah, my friend Lindsay, who loves reels, was scrolling on reels, and I guess she kept finding your videos and following you, mm-hmm. and like, she kept being like, I'm obsessed with this girl, and she would always send me your videos, but she would send me like the Kelsey impressions. Oh my God, hi, Lindsay. <laughs> But, you. but they were kind of out of context for me, having never had seen your profile. Right. And be, You're like, this like, bitch is a psychopath. <laughs> like, you just be like, today, I'm going to show you how to whatever it is. And I'm like, this bitch is not well. I was like, I don't really like get it. And then finally, you started coming around that same time. You started coming up on my For You page. I guess when people just explode, they go everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing and then oh I'm like, God. Oh, it's connecting. It's acting. You're like, oh, she's not really a psycho. I saw it in the context of all your other videos. Right. And then I saw one of the ones with Scott. Oh, and that's what really like brought me to your profile because for those of you that aren't familiar with Erica's content, her and her fiance would recreate viral couple trends. Oh, that's what it was. So yes. it would be like a couple um effortlessly doing a fucking back handspring <laughs> yeah. into someone's arms and knees and whatever. Yes. And then Scott and I just stitch it and then we try and recreate it and it never works out. Yeah. And so it'd be like realistic people trying to do these like, oh, like acrobatics. Yeah. And I just would die. My favorite's the one where you're like, did you hear my knee crack? That was the first one we did. That was the first I one we did. I think that's the one that hooked me oh in. Oh my God. Yeah. That was hilarious. So what, like what made Scott, be on board to do this I uh, first of all most I want to say 90% of the videos that like were like that or if Scott's in it's just me pulling him out of his like office and being <laughs> like hey can you do this really quick and not give him any context oh at so he all. has no idea what so he happening. has never he never has a clue like what is happening and I think it makes it funnier because more a lot authentic of, it, more, it makes it more authentic because sometimes you could just read when it's like planned out mm. or whatever um but yeah, he's he's down. <laughs> he's with the shits. He's so down for it. He's also hilarious. And mm-hmm. Scott, I've been pushing him to just post. And finally, he finally posted yesterday. I'm like, okay, so I'm gonna follow that you him. Brought, yeah, please give him a follow, everyone. <laughs> at Scotty's day off, please. Just trying to plug Scotty's him. day off. Scotty's days off. Oh. Scotty's day off. Yes. Oh, I'm so proud of him. <laughs> so cute. No, because you could tell he's effortlessly funny. Like yeah. just the way he reacts to things and his laugh. Oh my god. Is it fun doing these things with a partner? Yeah, for sure. And everyone loves Scott. So I'm like, <laughs> come on in, <laughs> come yeah. into this video really quick. Um, social media loves couples. Yeah. yeah Even they do. Dave says that. Like he's like when I post with. Silvana, everyone, it gets higher engagement. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, they're so cute. So maybe that's what I'm missing out on in my content. <laughs> I just need a boyfriend. <laughs> just like, like, can I rent one? Need a guy really quick for the content. Yeah, a lot of people love the couples. Love my, the couples. My followers are savage. Like, I posted a picture of like an iced tea next to an iced coffee this weekend. And all the men were in my DMs being like, are you on a date? I'm like, why? Because I posted two beverages. Like, people are just... They will read into anything. Anything. It's so funny. Sometimes I kind of like to fuck with people. Yeah, you're and I'm like, like, put that guy arm in the corner of my photo. <laughs> just need your hairy arm really quick. Yeah, just yeah. in the corner of the video. Can I borrow that? Do you mind scooting it over? <laughs> just scoot over. Grab a seat put like a me. big foot in the corner. <laughs> oh, my God. No, but they they love the couples. They love the couples. So you're planning a wedding. Yes. When is the wedding? We finally picked out our venue, and our date is October 22nd, 2022. Oh, so it's like literally a year. Yeah. 
any year. Is where's the venue? It's in Dominican Republic. So pardon me. <laughs> gonna throw up. Uh, <laughs> yes, my family, like all my grandparents, everyone's there, and my cousin happens to be a wedding planner, so it like works out perfectly. So we were just there. We picked out our venue. It's so fucking cute. That just took me by surprise because I thought you were going to be like New Jersey. No. no. <laughs> it's a Jersey bride. No, no. It's actually going to be a destination wedding. That is my dream. Yeah. So I'm trying to make it as like, I, I just want it to be a small, intimate wedding. Mm-hmm. So hoping for those vibes. But once I start like writing everyone's name, I would be like, oh, 450 people are invited. So I feel like COVID though made brides like a little bit more put things into perspective with yeah, what they want and what's important to them. And especially if you are doing a destination, I feel like if people are willing to travel, that's yeah. on them. But if you want to keep it more intimate, it's also a good opportunity to be like, oh, no, we're doing a small wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Sorry. You didn't get the invite. Crazy. <laughs> Whoops. It's just family only. I know. But it gets yeah. so awkward with weddings because then, like, your parents want to have people. And oh, then, my God. I have ugh. to have the talk with my parents and even Scott's mom, too. I'm like, guys, we all need a chill pill. Like, I... I'm only inviting people that really just know Scott and I because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, it's our wedding and people are there for us. It's not like my family that's never met Scott or vice versa. You know what I mean? So it's like we want people to celebrate us and know us as a couple and love us and be there to, you know, just hang out and and celebrate. You you don't want someone on the day of your wedding being like, nice to meet you. (laughs) Exactly. It's just, oh my God, I've heard stories. I'm like, that's what I'm trying to avoid. So that's the rule is like, you Mm -hmm. have to have met both Scott and I together in a setting, you know? I think that's, the perfect role. Yeah. It, although it does make it a little harder with the panini because <laughs> with the panini <laughs> because people maybe haven't met you in two years because yeah. like if your friend has like a relationship or something a boyfriend girlfriend that you maybe you haven't met because of the pandemic you, you know what I mean it's like been making it probably harder I like no there's still no <laughs> I'm like oh fuck that no <laughs> and also my rule too is like I am being very selective with who I'm giving a plus one to mm. because I always think of that. Like I, I can't remember if I've ever been to a wedding where I don't know the couple, but it's like, I don't want random people at my wedding. Like, I get just that. to be there. You know, it is true because it's kind of like, why is Joe Schmo here? Yeah. Like I just want the homies, like people that I know that know us there. No, so I, I I'm being that. super selective with that. I don't give a fuck if anyone's offended or whatever. I just, that's just how I'm doing it. Well, some people have that rule where it's like, unless you're engaged, you're right. not coming. Even if, but although there's, I there's don't a, agree with that. No, no, there, there's a few that I'm like, okay, like because, I know your girlfriend, I know your boyfriend, like it's fine. Yeah. You if know? you're dating three years, but you're not engaged, I'm not, no, that's I'm not, not having you bring your girlfriend. That's, that's rude. Fair. Fake an engagement, like just to go. <laughs> but what if they're <laughs> like, a couple that never wants to get married? Like, right. That rule is not applicable no no I I totally agree and there's definitely some couples where I'm like obviously that's that's not the rule but it's like I'm not giving you a plus one just to bring like a random girl to the wedding you know exactly or vice versa like a random guy no I do get that and also with COVID and stuff like people do have to be more aware of how many people they could fit or whatever it may be for sure Um, have you liked I guess you're still a year out but like have you liked being a bride are you a bridezilla um, I'm definitely going to be, I think, like as the <laughs> dates get closer, for sure. Um, but I feel like the hard part was deciding on the venue. Like I had such a pit because I'm not there, so mm-hmm. I I didn't know and I felt so lost. So my family and I recently went 
to DR in August. So I felt like more settled and, and just relaxed yeah. after I finally decided on the venue, the date, you know, and, um, yeah, I think as it gets closer, I'll probably start being crazy. But right now I've like done the wedding dress shopping mm. and all that. And I've been good. Like, you know, as far as that I think goes. it's a whole new opportunity for you to do crazy bridezilla content. Oh my God, I should. I should. It, there's a whole freaking market. Oh my God. For the longest time I was trying to get on bride TikTok mm-hmm. and I would just like search random hashtags just to get on it. I'm finally on Bride TikTok, but there is like a whole community. Like I really need to get on there. There's okay, being from New Jersey, I could say this. Like you don't want to hire like makeup artists from New Jersey unless you want your face literally painted yes. on like a Picasso. Like, yes. Layers and layers thick, of paint. Thick layers. Thick. I <laughs> I got on New Jersey Bride makeup artist TikTok. Oh no, you don't no. know. So it's, gaudy. Like so I've never, first of all, lashes. it looks, I'm not even exaggerating, it's like four pounds of makeup. Yeah. It is the most intense thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I need to send you a video next time I I see it. it. But you know, a lot of bride makeup is like that, though. No, this is next level. Like, their faces look white. Like, they almost look like they're covered in powder sugar before they start the contour. (laughs) dipped. sugar before they get on the dance floor no I've seen you know I've seen some makeup I was just um my best friend's maid of honor for her wedding and her her makeup looked absolutely stunning it Mm. really did because you have to realize that for that kind of day there's going to be a lot of pictures a lot of flash so you need to you need to have makeup that photographs well yeah you know so that's always their main point but, I mean, she looked stunning. I hated my makeup. It's before. such a weird concept, though, because it's like you need to look good in pictures, but you might look clowny in yeah, real life. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. But it's also like it's your big day. You want to look like yourself. So that's another thing. I, I have to try and find – I have a few that were recommended um, in Dominican Republic mm-hmm. because it's hard because a lot of people, like my followers, they're like so nice, but it's like – I could have you do my makeup, but it's in Dominican Republic. So now I have to pay for like to fly you out a hotel. Exactly. So it's a lot, but yeah. Like, are you going to have to go back there to do all of your trials? Exactly. So we're going back in a couple months and we'll likely stay at the resort where everyone Mm. else is staying uh, and we're staying too. And then, so we can check out the hotel while we're there and then we'll do like the tasting, the food tasting and mm. all that. And then Fun. hopefully I'll be able to do like my makeup trial and hair trial while I'm all there like for one week. So that's in a couple months. So. Wait, this is so exciting. Yeah. So I'm your really family's excited. from the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Yeah. What about Scott's? Scott's family is Italian, but they're mm. more like American Italian. Same. So, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's like his his grandparents, I think, were first generation. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they've been they've been in the states for a while. That's like me but too. they're still like, you know, Italian traditions, of yeah. course, yeah. you know, but their their family is super small, so it's so funny like looking at my list, <laughs> biggest book. <laughs> And then there's Scott's little family. So cute. Poor men, because with weddings, everyone's always like, it's the bride's day. It's I like, know. I thought this was about us. No, that's why I'm I'm being very selective with who comes. Yeah. I want to be fair to him, too, you know? Not have it be like your family taking exactly. over Exactly. Yeah, no, my God. So Dominican. <laughs> Guys, chill out. Please, chill out. No, out. I really think you need to do Kelsey Bridezilla content. I have to. I and have then to. you can get bridal sponsorships. Just oh, the yeah, marketing just brain gonna... in me. 
like whack. Just, just you yeah. Know. No, no. I was already like I'm already working with like a couple people. Yeah, like the bridesmaids dresses, wedding dress, all yeah. that stuff. So that's like stuff. The, that's the benefit of, yes, of all of exactly this. <laughs> the benefit. Okay, so I do this segment called Ask Alyssa, where I give people advice. Oh, I love this. So I was hoping you could help me. Okay, let's do it. The biggest issue is, <laughs> oh god, Instagram's down. Oh. And these messages reside in my DMs. Oh, so we might only wow. have access to one, okay. but it is a very long one. So if we only okay. get to one ask us a question today, guys, I'm sorry. Instagram is, it's been down for hours. I haven't, I honestly haven't been on Twitter. Oh, I check Twitter. Everyone's like, Instagram's down. Oh, That's shit. where I go to check, you know? Of course. Okay, so this is a lot. So okay, she I'm says, all ears. She says, bear with me. Okay. I am 23, I am a 23-year-old girl currently in my last semester of undergrad. While going to school, I have always lived with my parents to save on costs of living. In my first year of college, my parents got divorced. I chose to continue living with my mom. So when I moved out, my dad was left alone. Fast forward about two years, my mom has decided to move in with a guy she had been dating for less than a year. He lives far away, about three and a half hours north. It was the middle of my final community college semester as I was meant to transfer to State University the following year. Because she decided to move on a whim, she left me no choice but to move back in with my dad. She wanted me to move in with her, but it just wasn't practical for my education. That makes sense. Three and a mm-hmm. half hours is a lot. She said there wasn't really space for me at the guy's house anyway, and I f- it felt way too soon for me to move in with someone I barely knew. It has now been a couple years since this all happened. Moving in with my dad has actually ended up working out nicely for me. I live a few minutes away from campus and I'm settled in the city that we live in. I finally have good friends and a good job and I like and like I said, I've almost wait. And like I said, I'm almost done with college at this point. I've really enjoyed living with my dad, but it has made my relationship with my mom suffer. Over time, she has gotten worse about making me choose sides, manipulating me into feeling bad about living with my dad and constantly guilt tripping me about coming to see her more. I don't have my own car, so it's really difficult for me to go see her. On top of this, I also have a twin brother who just moved in with me at my dad's house. Oof. Hmm. He was a football player at school and is now graduated. My mom has been guilt tripping him about going to help her with yard work, blah, 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 and she's refused to acknowledge our strange relationship. Most recently, she sent a very ugly text message to my brother, basically saying he's ungrateful for being on her medical plan and phone plan and saying he must have been spending too much time with my dad, side of the family, and not enough time with her. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I'm almost at the end here. Um, My dad's family. And that he constantly lets her down. My mom constantly plays a victim card, and this ugly text message feels like the final straw. I'm considering taking out loans to pay for my own medical if I have to. I'm tired of the guilt tripping. To make things works, to make things worse, I'm type 1 diabetic who relies on my parents for my medication, which is very expensive. I'm grateful for their help, but it is not worth the manipulation and transactional relationship with my mom. Am I overreacting? How do I set boundaries with her when she sees no problem in her own behavior? Oh, that is tough. That's really rough. So my parents are still together. So I'm not. Are your parents together? So I'm not a child of divorce, but I can't imagine this is easy. First of all, she chose to move away with her boyfriend three and a half hours from where you go to school. So, of course, you're going to live with your dad. Right. I think there's nothing wrong with with that. Um, Also, maybe what I'm thinking is like. Maybe you can get on your dad's medical plan yeah, and pay him monthly because it's probably 
way less expensive to stay on one of your parents' plans and pay them versus to pay out of pocket, not be on anyone's plan. Right. Yeah. So maybe you could look into doing that. I know, because that's another thing. Once you quit your job, you're yeah. Yeah. on your own. <laughs> on your own. But you're getting married. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's do that quick. Um, yeah, that's rough. I was going to suggest, obviously, going into your dad's, too. But what's the cutoff? It's 26? Mm, I think it 26? it's 26. Okay, so. So she said she she's almost done with years, school. So she's 23, yeah. I think. Or 22, 23. Yeah. I mean, it's not fair that your mom is guilt tripping you at all. I mean, I, I'm also not a parent either, so I don't know how to parent or, mm. you know, be in that situation. But it's very unfair that she's guilt tripping you. Like, she was the one that dipped. You have to do your what works out for you with your education. You're mm-hmm. almost done. Also, I feel like maybe just move out of your dad's house eventually. Like once you graduate, mm. maybe just move out, once go you on get your a job. own. And maybe that'll like alleviate a little bit of the, you know, the guilt or the jealousy maybe that's coming mm-hmm. from your mom. Um, She's also probably like, I'm just trying to put myself in her shoes mm-hmm. because she probably doesn't see her wrongdoing as most people don't. She probably just feels honestly insecure with the fact that both of her kids don't live with her. Like, I'm sure it's coming from a place of her being hurt. Like, hurt. Yeah. That's what I think. I agree. It must feel really shitty for your kids to not want to live with you, even though it's not it for any other reason. It doesn't make sense. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to you at all. But I'm sure as a mother, like, it sucks seeing yeah. your kids thriving and happy and comfortable yep. living with your ex-husband, you know? That's what I think. So maybe try to understand her position a little bit. And I also think conversations help. Like, maybe you've never had a true, authentic conversation with her and just sat down and be like, Mom, you know, it really hurt me when you picked up and moved. And I, I didn't know your now boyfriend husband whoever at the time and it was too far for me with school and I'm not choosing dad over you but it's more convenient for my life and right. I don't have a car like maybe you just and work need on to solutions honest. together maybe you know because she can be upset about something but like let's talk about a solution mom yes. I, I do want to see you but I don't have a car what should we do to make it work like yeah what can we do can we meet can in we the meet middle in the, exactly can we meet in the middle um, can you come sometimes and maybe we can go away? Let's go mm-hmm. away. Just me and you or, and, and your brother or whatever, yep. you know, you, it's just a conversation like Alyssa said. So I think that a conversation is needed for sure. And full transparency and finding a solution because you can go back and forth and be upset and argue your point and she could argue her point. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you obviously seem like you love your mom and she loves you too mm-hmm. and your brother. So it's important to just find a solution and make that like the main focus. Yeah, of I think the conversation. I think that's great advice. I feel like sometimes people just jump to conclusions without actually communicating. And I notice in my life, whenever I have conflict and then we actually talk about it, they're like, oh, well, I thought you were doing this. And I'm like, well, I thought you were doing that. Understanding. Yeah. Always. And then we're like, oh, no, that's not what I meant. Exactly. And then you like are like, why did we waste all this time exactly. arguing when we could have just talked about this years ago? Exactly. So totally agree. Talk it out. Just be honest. Even if she's not open to being honest, like you can't hurt like you could do your best. Exactly. Exactly. So I think that's the best we can do. Mm-hmm. Keep us that's updated if you do have a conversation with her. Yeah, it's um, really rough. I'm sorry that you're going through that. But I think a conversation is needed for sure. I think so, too. For sure. Let me see if I can get into any of my other DMs. Nope. What the hell? It's completely it's really down. down. Let's see. I thought it'd be up by hours. 
I thought it would be up by now. My mom texted me. She's like, Instagram is down <laughs> and it's frozen. <laughs> All right. That I was love it. that. Yeah, okay. No. Let me just announce that it's over. Um, <laughs> so Instagram is in fact still down. <laughs> it's been down. So I can't access any of your other Ask Alyssa questions. I'm really sorry. If, if I didn't get to your question this week, DM me the word bump and I'll try to get it to it next week. So it comes to the top of my inbox. But I wish Erica could help me answer more. But <laughs> I'm so sorry. Next time. It's Instagram's fault, not mine. Yeah, exactly. It really has been down. Um, I just try to refresh it. Yeah. Erica, thank you for coming on. Where could everyone follow you? Stay up to date. Please follow me at Erica X Priscilla on TikTok <laughs> and Instagram. I don't have a Twitter. Um, so just Instagram and TikTok if you want a good laugh. I love it. And we'll see you on the big screen soon. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. Thank you. Okay, guys, it is time to spill the tea. I am here with the one and only Lauren Zaras, a.k.a. Couch Guys Girlfriend. Lauren, thank you so much for joining me. Of course. I am so excited because I feel like you need to set the record straight. And I'm sure these last few days have been so freaking hectic for you. I checked this morning and the video that you posted to TikTok has 52 million views. What the hell has it been like having that many views on one video? It's actually crazy to me because I posted it thinking I would get like 2,000 views and that would be like, wow, I got so many views on this video (laughs) for me. So it's just crazy that there's one so many views and also that so many people have something to say about it. And like, they're so invested and so many people are making green accents or it's just crazy. Yeah. (laughs) I, I know I, um, I can't go on my feed without seeing something about it every 30 (laughs) seconds. It's wild the way this one video is blown up. Um, How is your mental health? Because I feel like it's probably a lot to take in the fact that you're 19, right? And you're dealing with all of this, 20, all of this criticism, millions of people commenting on your relationship. I just want to like do a check in with you and see like, how are you feeling? Yeah, so I'm good. I'm a really positive person. So that's been helping me throughout the whole thing, just because I know what happened. My boyfriend knows what happened. So I'm not going to listen to anybody because we both know what actually happened. It's just crazy to me also, though. And it's sad because if you go through my comments or if I'm scrolling through my requests on Instagram, like this morning, I got a request saying, like, go kill yourself. And that's just like disgusting to see and horrible because this situation could happen to anybody. And I'm a positive person. So of course, I'm not going to listen to that. But the fact that this could happen to anybody and people can say those awful things, like, it's just horrible. It's horrible. It really is all over you surprising your boyfriends. Like, let's just play devil's advocate. Let's say something was shady or wasn't. It's no one's business. Like, I don't understand why the internet, the internet kind of is like, all about girls being girls girls but being a girls girl isn't bashing another woman and like I feel like they're putting you down like sis you're blind you're this you're that and I'm like that's not supporting her I know it's so hypocritical to me completely so okay I want to get a little background um how long have you two been together so we've been with each other for a little bit over a year so 
we did distance the whole last year of our freshman year of college and we're doing again this year and fun fact we also went to high school together so I've actually been really good friends with him since our freshman year of high school yeah I figured um and then I guess the people in the video my interpretation of it was that his friends were in on the surprise because it looked like one of them was recording it. It looked like they walked into the room with you. How involved were his friends in the surprise? Yeah, so all of the friends in that video knew I was coming. And I had reached out to one of his roommates um, about a month before that video was taken. And I said, hey, I'm thinking of surprising Robbie. Like, can you help me out? So he knew and he told all of his friends. So the people I walked in with, they were, they obviously knew what was happening. And then the guy in the striped shirt who was like in the corner of the video knew mm. I was coming and all the girls on the couch knew I was coming and they were also excited for me. And it's funny because five minutes before that video was taken, Robbie was actually in his room and the guy in the striped shirt, like he knew I was coming and getting there soon. So he had to go into Robbie's room and say, like, oh, come out. We want to play, like, games with mm. you. Have a seat. Like, we're going to play a game with you. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone needs to hear. <laughs> because, like, that is the context that we're missing. Yeah. And it just goes to show how people could watch one thing and jump to conclusions. And it's like, he's friends with everyone in the room. I mean, That's since right. when are guys and girls not allowed to sit on the couch together? I don't understand. I feel like that's a normal thing. And especially in college, I feel like almost everybody has a guy group of friends and a girl group of friends. And that's completely normal. And if you have an issue with your boyfriend hanging out with the other gender, like that's fine with you. But it doesn't make me uncomfortable. I we my boyfriend and I have good communication so Mm -hmm. it's not gonna worry me because we have complete trust for each other 100 percent. and everyone's saying um he was wearing a hair tie on his wrist I think you cleared this up on social media um Mm -hmm. but just to say it all in one place what is the deal with the hair tie on the wrist so the hair tie on his wrist is actually our magnetic bracelet. So I got him those magnetic bracelets for, I think, Valentine's Day last year. I have a white one on my wrist right here, and he has a black one. And if people are looking more into his wrist, he also has like a little friendship bracelet that I also made him on his wrist if people want to go after that too. <laughs> That's so funny because an episode of Love, Love Island this year, one of the couples, they had those magnetic bracelets. So I actually know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, that clears that up. Um, <laughs> the other big mystery, which I also saw you say, was the phone. Everyone's thinking he was bent over. Someone hands him a phone. Mm-hmm. I personally don't, even if someone did hand him a phone, I still don't get what's wrong with that because yeah. what if you're showing someone something on your phone um, and you're saying the phone came from his lap. So could you just clarify where the phone came from? Who so handed it to him? My, yeah. I guess one of my mistakes by saying it was in his lap was mm. people couldn't see that it was actually like on his lap but it was like what I meant by on his lap was like it was in between his legs like on the couch I guess you could say yeah so like when he bent over that was one out of shock that because he had no idea I was coming and yeah so there was no phone pass the phone was on the couch 
even like you said, even if there was a phone pass, like, I don't understand how that proves that he was cheating. Also, the girl sitting next to him has her own boyfriend. So like more uh, context. That's good to know. There you go. Oh, my gosh. No phone pass. Nothing shady like that. This is wild. Um, Yeah, I think that this just clears everything up. I 100% believe you. I think that um, it's really no one's business. And also, like, I had a boyfriend in college. And if I was hanging out with my guy friends and he walked in, I'd probably – it would take me a little second to register, too. Like, it's just – when someone surprises you, because I've been surprised, your brain can't process what's happening. And my read on the situation was that he was, like, timid and Mm -hmm. he was, like – a little bit taken aback and it was taking him a second to process. So for people to make it this big of a deal is really crazy. Um, How's he taking it? I mean, we're both kind of taking it the same way. Um, We both know what happened. We know our relationship. So we're both trying to take it as positive as possible. And like, we're both able to look at the comments and honestly laugh about them Mm -hmm. because some of them are so crazy. Yeah, that's all you have to do. Well, I'm really um, thankful that you came and had this conversation with me. And I wish you guys the best. I know long distance is tough, but keep surprising each other. (laughs) Maybe you could um, like spin this into a TikTok couple relationship. And hey, you have all these eyes on you, so you might as well do something with it. For sure. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. 